Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family, and Business. And we've got a fun thing going on this week. We're doing a How to Activate Kingdom Business course. It's online. You can actually jump onto that and find the recordings, kingdominbusiness.org. It is complimentary at the moment. And as a part of that, I just want to highlight for you an interview that I did with Bill Johnson on what is the kingdom, how do you integrate that, how do you apply that, what was your first experience of the kingdom of God, Uh, what would your measure of success in the kingdom of God be, and you're going to hear a wonderful, wonderful interview with Bill, I trust you enjoy it, Uh, if you want more like this, you can jump onto heaveninbusiness.com and jump in onto the free trial, and you see that's what we do, that's what we feed you to help you grow grow in your identity, in your culture, in your influence, so that you partner with God in your place of work and engage in the well-being of the city you serve. Enjoy this, and we'll talk again next week. Hey, welcome to this session. Uh, I've got the privilege of having Bill Johnson with me in this particular time, and uh, what we want to talk about is the kingdom of God and what that looks like in business. And really the goal of this, by the end of this, you're going to have some practical keys on how you can partner with that, what that looks like. And really, we know that the kingdom of God is advancing. It's a government of peace and it is only increasing everywhere. Regardless of what you see on the outside, I can sincerely tell you the kingdom of God has been advancing, it is advancing, and there's more coming. So, Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Glad to. Yeah. We're going to have this. We've been looking forward to this conversation for a while. Yes. So I've been reading, as I was saying, uh, uh, Jack Taylor, uh, your own books, When Heaven Invades Earth, Mm. uh, E. Stanley Jones, Miles Monroe, all just feeding myself. I got to see more of the kingdom. I want to see more of the kingdom. So can we start off and you share, how would you define the kingdom of God? Well, take the word kingdom, king's domain. It really, uh, in a very practical sense, it's wherever Jesus is Lord. It's wherever the Lordship of Jesus is manifested. Now, the scripture says where the Spirit of the Lord, there, there is liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So wherever the Holy Spirit demonstrates the Lordship of Jesus, liberty is the evidence, is, is the evidence. So kingdom then by nature is always going to be liberating and freeing by nature. And so in uh, business or politics or any area, whenever Jesus is in charge, people come into identity, they come into liberty, they come into real freedom. And, uh, and that's kind of how you measure, measure the kingdom. It's, uh, you know, the, the, the backbone of, of all kingdom thinking is on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. So if Jesus is in charge of my home, then my home has to carry the atmosphere of heaven or I'm not being consistent with what I believe. And it's, it's the same in business or politics or school, whatever. Yeah. I'm loving it. It's just yeah. John 10, 10. Yeah. They have life and life more abundantly. Yeah. And I'm going to measure is, uh, is the system does it produce life. Yeah. I was just been thinking, I think it was Jack Taylor who said, the kingdom of God gives me power over sin, power over systems, and power over Satan. Yeah. And Beautiful. so I'm, it's just become alive in Beautiful. that the systems of my body, the systems of my business, the systems of my family, 
I'm just loving it. Is it producing life or is it working against that? Exactly, yeah. So what was your first experience? I mean, you're a sixth generation pastor. Fifth, I'm fifth. My fifth. Kid, kids are sixth. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. it's continuing. <laughs> fifth generation yeah. pastor. You grew up, I know that you wanted to go baseball and business. You ended up ministry. Well, that was a good ministry as well. Mm-hmm. What was your first experience or understanding of kingdom? You know, I, I think it goes back, it's, to, to be honest, it's been a gradual unfolding. It's kind of like a flower that opens up, you know. It's a real flower when it's just a rosebud. But as it opens, you just see more and more and more. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm in this 40-year-long opening of a flower. But, um, but it started probably in Weaverville um, when all that we were learning had to first be applied in business because all of my closest friends were business men uh, and women. And, uh, and so learning to uh, tap into biblical truths that affected their life in a practical sense was really the heart and soul of it. And it's, it probably started with that one verse that says, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven. Leaven has to be put into the entire lump of dough, and the lump of dough is this world system. Yeah. And, uh, and once the leaven is in the dough, you can't pull it out. It's going to have effect. It just has to have the right temperature, the right atmosphere. We used to uh, make bread in Weaverville a lot, and, uh, and when, uh, if uh, the house was cold a lot because we just had wood heat. So Benny would take the, the loaf, and she'd put it out by the wood stove, and the, the fire would always reveal the effect of the leaven. And the fire of challenge, difficulty, opportunity always exposes the good and the bad of yeah. the leaven that's in us. So, yeah. uh, so that's what it comes down to. And it, that, when that began to open up to us, that's when I began to see, oh, this kingdom of God thing is really practical. It's measurable. Yeah. And that was uh, essential for me as, as, uh, as an individual, as a child of God, but also as a pastor. So, so you're taking... It's more than principles. So I, yeah, I get, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's books on on principles, yeah, but yeah. you're saying it's, it's way more than that. So how would you unpack that some more? Yeah, it, it principles, the principles are attached to a person. If you end up with just principles, you end up with a kingdom without a king. And that makes no sense. It's, it all has to do with the relationship with the person who always has my best in mind. And, uh, and so there's a, there's a place of surrender that has to happen in this journey. Uh, it, has, it has to be where I come down to the place where I realize, you know what, he has my best in mind, and he actually knows what's best, and I don't. And so there's that journey that you have because of trust. You know, I, just, I trust him to give me the wisdom, the guidance. I expect him to speak to me in this situation so I know what to do. And uh, you'll always see the expression the, the cre- it's, there's three things I look for. The creative expression of God, yeah. the integrous stability that is involved in a relationship with God, and the whole issue of excellence, of pressing into the absolute best that I could possibly do. Those three things are always uh, measurable outcomes of the kingdom when it's, when it's there. Yeah, so creative, creativity. Creativity. Integrity. Integrity. And excellence. excellence. Yeah. What about power? Well, yeah, power makes things happen. But you, you can have, for example, like revival, power, power starts a revival, but it's wisdom that sustains it. Yeah. And wisdom is creativity, excellence, and, uh, and, and uh, excellence. integrity. Integrity, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, wisdom. If you look through Proverbs, those three themes continually rise up. Yeah. 
And so uh, it's, uh, it's power and wisdom that are necessary. Power is the presence, the demonstration of God, but you've got to have a place to put it. Yeah. And that's where the wisdom comes in. So. so I'm loving this. I mean, it's just <laughs> encouraging. It's a, you, you're, you're saying 40-year journey, mm-hmm. uh, and, it's, and so it's a 40-year, so don't be in a hurry to make it happen. It's, no. it's percolating. You'll, it's, you'll mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Which is the business thing. It's like, okay, I got it. Show me what it is. Then they send me, like, let's go. Yeah. Let's put it in the microwave rather than beside <laughs> the fire. And we mess it up. Um, it's but it's, it takes time. Yeah. I've got to be patient. Uh, I'm also hearing in what you're saying is it's this experimental nature of uh, taking, reading scripture having the scripture read me. Uh, yep. I love that E. Yeah. Stanley Jones is like, the kingdom's, yeah. I think I'm entering the kingdom, the kingdom's entering me. Yeah. That So you're taking like principles, what the Lord's speaking to you about, and then you're trying it. Give me an example of what that has looked like. Um, you, you read in scripture that nothing's impossible with God and you're facing an impossibility. So you have to change your way of thinking about it, or you have you you have created an extra hurdle to overcome before you can break into the into the impossible. I mean, in the business world, there's there's a thousand of them, you know, every day. Uh, in ministry life, it's the same thing. There's tons of things that are deemed even by other spiritual leaders as impossible, but you can't embrace that as a as a way of thinking. Otherwise, you will subject all your challenges. you'll subject them to religious systems and business systems that are inadequate. But when you come to it just expecting, you know, God has a solution. He really does have a way of doing things. And so I'm going to, I'm in surrender. All I want is His will. And I know His will is the best. So it's it's just that process of anticipating. It's learning to dream with God. Yeah. It's learning to to just partner with Him and know that He He plants ideas in us. You know, a lot of times people come up with great ideas that they think they came up with, and and yet it was it was they prayed that prayer, and the Lord inspired them and gave them those thoughts. So it, I mean, it could be with financing, it could be, I mean, goodness, there's you know so many areas, but it's just that practical approach. Nothing's impossible with God, so I cannot approach life as an impossibility. Yeah, or or I I will. Uh, it's it's kind of like shooting yourself in the foot, you know. Uh, you, you create an impossible situation to overcome. And it's so much better to come to the Lord be, saying, God, nothing is impossible for you. This is, uh, so I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do, but my trust is in you, in you, it's not in my own wisdom. And so practical things like that. You know? yeah. yeah, so you're engaging. And I mean, I love what you said is, is that it's, the greatest measure is life. Yep. So is there's this system, is my culture, is my HR policies, mm-hmm. is it all producing life? Uh, is my product system, is my product itself? Yeah. Uh, is, is it producing life, wholeness, wellness? Yeah. Uh, and that affects everything. Yeah. And every system and every product. It's, it's true. And it's, it, and it's not just, in, for example, in business, it's not just what is life-giving for me. But in business, you have to have a win-win relationship yep. with your customer, with the people that you are accountable to. It's got to be win-win all the way through. And so that life thing is not just measurable by my profits, but it's the fact that I, in ministry, I, I do a lots of events. 
and I want to see other ministries prosper because I partnered with them in a given uh, conference yeah. or whatever it might yeah. be. I, w I want them to thrive because I was there. It's got to be a win-win. Yeah. If, uh, if it's just focused on what we take home, then that's pretty sad. That's not kingdom. Yeah, I'm yeah. loving this. So yeah. I'm listening to you, Bill, and I, I mean, I'd say that, that you've been labeled as healing and revival. But really what I'm hearing is you're all about the kingdom of God. Yeah. So the kingdom of God is undergirding everything. Yeah. So I question that. What's the difference between the kingdom of God and the church? Well, the church is in the kingdom. You know, church is a part of the kingdom, but the kingdom is not uh, is not defined by the church. You know, uh, the church is in the kingdom, so is business, so is medicine. So all these areas of life are a part of the kingdom. You know, God was, uh, Wiki, Wiki Prattney has a, a tremendous book on just the occupations of God. And uh, he was the first businessman. He was the first clothing designer. Yeah. He was the first, all these things, you know, and he was. He's the first uh, uh, musician, yeah. and the, all, all this stuff. And, uh, and when you see that all these things that we've been gifted or assigned to do are actually found first in God's own nature, then we find we actually have someone we can learn from. It's not just religious systems trying to change and confine what I do in business, but actually it's the kingdom gives me access to actually discover who I am yeah. and why I'm here, what I was designed to do. Yeah. To and me, that's thrilling. That's, that's the journey. And part of the problem with in business, in ministry too, both are very similar in this area, we, we tend to get excited with outcomes and not journey. And if, if, I, if I only enjoy outcomes, I will dread the journey. And he likes the journey. The outcome's no big deal to him. He can provide the million dollars, he can open this door, open that door. What he wants is that he, he likes that when I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't sleep, I chose to pray. Yeah. He, he likes, son, I like when you did that. He, you, you didn't just uh, worry and fret, you actually, you came to me and worshiped, that, I like that. And so he enjoys the journey. So if we're gonna be like him, we have to learn to enjoy the journey, because uh, then that means it's not just when we opened a new store. It's not just when yeah. you know we got a raise or whatever it might be. Yeah. It's it's the whole process of trust and learning to hear. That's yeah. that's the delight. Yeah, I love that and hate that at the same time. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, the last twelve months has made me realize I've been addicted to accomplishment because it makes me feel good. And so just what you said is yeah. the friendship is forged in the journey. Yeah, and I get to celebrate. So. Yeah. I mean, there's a number of people, uh, are, there's a, th a bunch of things happening around the world right now, which people would say it's dark, it's it's scary. It's And in the middle of it, some people would say the church is on decline and all of this weird stuff. I look at the kingdom and I see the kingdom advancing. How, what would you say, how would you comment in terms of what you're seeing happening in the world today and fear versus what, what the kingdom is happening and what God is up to? There's a, there's a very strange verse in Acts, um, forgive me, I forget the chapter, 27 or 28, it's when uh, there was the shipwreck. Yeah, and, with Paul. Uh, and Paul. Yeah, with Paul, and he announces to the team, he says, there'll be no loss of life among you, only of the ship. Yeah. So sometimes we're mourning the fact that systems that once worked are not working, instead of realizing the treasure is the life that was on the ship. Yeah. And the life that we've experienced in God is not declining. Uh, 
um, some of the methods are, and it, we're having to relearn to get retooled. Good, good, good. good. And, uh, and so just learning, uh, part of it comes from just this, this confidence in who he is. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, you know what's going on. I don't. And I don't need to. I, I, I'm not paid to understand. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in this just to obey. So all I need to know is what you want me to do next. Yeah. And sometimes that's what we come down to. Sometimes he gives us 10 steps at a time, and we know where we're headed and what the outcome is supposed to be. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow morning. And, uh, and I'm, I'm in a very similar place right now, just in our own situation with my wife, uh, just her health situation. We're in the middle of a miracle, and it's glorious, but it is day by day. Yeah. And uh, there are times where it doesn't matter if you're pastor of a church or you're the CEO of a corporation. There's sometimes we get reduced to that place of trust because we, we never want to get promoted out of being a son. Yeah. We never want to get promoted out of being a daughter. We want to stay in that place of absolute dependency on a perfect father. And that's really what he's looking for. He's yeah. looking to build he's looking to build business out of family. And here, here's my, the, the key verse for this. He says uh, the, what we call the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. The prayer ends with, yours is the kingdom. So it's the Father's kingdom, which means it's family. Yeah. And uh, the nature of all, all business, this true kingdom business, has family, not just our biological family, has the nature of family woven into yeah. it. That's what makes it work. Yeah, I love this. It's, yeah. So it's not a, it's not a program. It's, it's more than principles. Mm -hmm. It's not an event. Mm -hmm. This is leaven that's been infiltrated into every aspect of my business, my family, my home, so that everywhere you go, you experience more and more life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life, joy, and hope. And I'm seeing this yeah. everywhere. And yeah, I'm, beautiful. I'm with you, Bill. I'm yeah, excited on. about this. <laughs> so uh, what about uh, if I'm start just getting woken up to this, like, oh, my gosh. Bill, there's so much more than I've attended church all my life. I've had business here, and now you're telling me about kingdom, and it's all of life. And everywhere Jesus went, you know, healed the sick, demons were cast out, uh, corruption was reversed, the kingdom was on display. But really, it was the connection to the King, and then living this out on a daily basis. Where where would you direct people to just get started? Like, how could I get started? Like, give me a 101 step to integrate the kingdom into all I'm doing in my life? Well, you know, first it's just in your own relationship with the Lord where you just you just come before him and you just, you know, for me it'd be, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't know. <laughs> you put me in a new school. I was good in the last school, but I'm clueless in this one. Yeah. But I do want to learn. And so you come to that place of surrender. That's the first thing. Secondly, is you realize that the Bible, the Word of God, is actually filled with his mind. The scripture is the is his mind revealed, yeah. and uh, and you know people will say, well, I don't you know I don't remember what I read, you know I don't remember what I had for breakfast last Thursday either, but it still nourished me. So you want to stay nourished on the Word of God, and then He will bring to mind things you need to know in in the coming seasons. But you stay exposed. The third thing I would say is get connected to people with like-minded people, not just not just successful people. Yeah. I. Sometimes successful people are successful for other reasons. I'm and, with you. Yeah. So, but find people that you want to be like. Yeah. You know, I uh, 
I have a personal policy. I don't. I, I try not to receive correction from anyone I don't want to be like. So, <laughs> they, uh, you know, if if they model and illustrate something in life that makes me hunger for more of him, then then of course that's beautiful. So, um, but find people of like heart, like mind. Yeah, it's huge because we learn from each other. You know, I I watched that in our little community of believers and. Weaverville, those business guys were just together. Yeah. I mean, they really did. They did life together. We, they learned how to to grow together, and it was just beautiful to watch. So, yeah. I think it's I think it's a huge part of it. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> it's just like yes, and so much more is is then caught rather than taught. Mm-hmm. I was uh, reading through, a, a, I believe it's Thessalonians, First or Second Thessalonians. Paul talking about when I was with you, uh, imitate my life, uh, yeah. follow my example. Yeah. And somehow we've reduced this whole life with Jesus to a set of me teaching you, talking to you, rather than th- live, this is how I live. Yeah. And I know for me, with you and watching, observing your life, mm-hmm. I, I learn more off camera and off stage mm-hmm. than I love Sunday, yeah. but there's so much more that's yeah. going on. Beautiful. What would be some other things that you would love to see, your dreams for business people in partnering with the kingdom of God? Hmm. Uh, the one that, the thing that comes to mind first, I don't know if it's at the top of my list, but it's what comes to mind first, is I would love to see every time we have any measure of success in God, and that's a biblical term, Anytime we have any measure of success in God, maybe as a dad with children, maybe as a husband with my wife, maybe as a business leader, whatever it might be, whenever we have any measure of success, he has positioned us to give it away. Yeah. I would love, for example, I would love to see um, those who have gotten a real breakthrough in business to just look for someone to mentor. Yeah. And just to pour themselves, not so that they can profit, but so that person can. And uh, to see people, you know, see uh, for, for what happens for me as as a as a pastor and leaders, I I raise up people that become stronger than me in their area of gifting. And if that's intimidating, then I'm not going to do it. But if if I'm a father, see yeah. brothers compete. Yeah. Fathers celebrate the victories of their sons. And so what, what we want to do is we want to pour ourselves into people that we know will will exceed our accomplishments, at least in certain areas of yeah. life. And uh, and that is actually, it's actually a mark of, uh, of maturity as a father, is that you can celebrate that. So I, I kind of would like to see that more. Yeah. I'd like to see, you know, uh, somebody who's, a lot of times business decisions are made for business benefit yeah. and not necessarily just the people. benefit of someone else. And so... Uh, I think I'd be pretty cool to see more of that, yeah. where uh, where you see the person who's got a measure of success, and he just says, "You know what? I want to find someone to help." Yeah. And uh, so I think that would be that would be pretty cool. Well, well, I can see that. I can do. I can celebrate that. I just took my son, who's younger than me by a long, long way, seven, seventeen, six foot two, <laughs> skinnier than me, faster than me. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's an absolute joy. My daughter. Yeah. I, I'm just grateful for that process. Yeah. One of the things in that conversation that has stood out to me is that you haven't 
really talked a lot about the power, the manifestation of the power of God. You've talked about discipleship and mentoring mm -hmm. and pursuing creativity, integrity and excellence in your business and bringing what I'm hearing the Lord speak to me from His Word, starting here and then infiltrating that into every aspect of my business until it's producing life like heaven on earth. You haven't mentioned like the like the power encounter of God is... It's, it's vital, but uh, the subject has gone more in the direction. I, I divide it into two areas, wisdom and power. Yeah. I divide everything in those, by those okay. two categories. And primarily what we've been talking about is the wisdom aspect. Yep. And that's what we need in business. That's what we need in politics. What we need is that business. The power element has to be there because that's where the impossible is confronted. That's right. That's where demons are put in their place, which is under our feet. Yeah. That's where sickness, disease, or maybe maybe you're mentoring somebody uh, who works for you that has uh, you know four generations of poverty, uh, systemic poverty in their yeah. family, yeah. and uh, and you learn the power of God to deal with that, put an end to that, and then train them into the ways of of the blessing of the kingdom. So uh, it could be, uh, you know, in your business, you see divorce after divorce, and you realize there's a demonic power behind this thing, and it's it's absolute lie. So it's it's not just through preaching to your team; it's that in the in the back room when you're praying, you deal with these things, and uh, and you ask the Lord for His wisdom, His strategy, but you deal with it in power. So power is absolutely essential. Yeah. So, uh, but that that's another perhaps another subject for another day, but it's it's uh, it's that dependency on the Holy Spirit to cause the impossibilities of life to bow. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's I love power. it. It's, it's power. both ends. So yeah. wisdom, yeah. which is the creativity, integrity, and excellence, yeah. Yeah. and creativity being solutions for anything, yeah. whether it's solving problems, coming up with new things. Integrity, I love that. Excellence, but then this, this demonstration of power, which we'll have to keep for part two, because I want to see both. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I cannot live without both of those things in operation. Exactly, exactly. Uh, especially today. Yeah, exactly. The, the creativity thing, if I can make a comment about that just real quick. Um, I remember seeing this phrase many, many years ago. Every five-year-old is an artist. Yeah. And it, and it caused me to realize we need creativity in the accountant office. Yeah. We need creativity in the lawyer's office. It's not just painting and sculpture and acting, singing. Uh, creativity is needed to tap into divine solutions and inventions and yeah. all of that. And I, I feel like that stuff gives the context for the power to be demonstrated. Yeah. It's really what gives the context. So uh, so anyway, I, I like the marriage of the two. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. And I love the biggest thing is, I mean, if nothing else, you're saying... This has been a 40-year journey for you, and yeah. you're still learning. Oh, boy. There's so much to the kingdom. Sometimes I just wish that God would just, like, I want it. So it just drops in, gets, uh, and we can run. But then that would be the accomplishment part, and he wants this journey. Yeah. Bill, yeah. I wonder if you could just wrap up by just however you'd like to pray yeah. and bless our people yeah. to advance, accelerate, and, and let's go. Absolutely. I'll, I'll pray in a way that's... Uh, almost opposite of what we've talked about. Uh, Jesus mentioned uh, twice, and it might have been three times, but at least twice I can think of, where he said uh, to a crowd of people, he said, there are some of you standing here who will see the kingdom come in power. Yeah. And so the invasion of the kingdom into, uh, 
into life itself is oftentimes introduced through a power encounter, a power experience. And, uh, and we need it. We, yeah. we need it or we will reduce the kingdom to our wisdom and our understanding. Yeah. And it's just a poor copy. So I want to pray for that. And then I pray for the wisdom aspect. So Father, we come to you in the wonderful name of Jesus. We come in Jesus' name. We come in Christ to you. And I ask that everybody watching this, it could be said there are some of you standing here who will not die before you see the kingdom come in power. That's what I'm praying. I'm praying that you would so manifest your dominion over the impossibilities of life that all of us become convicted and absolutely convinced in the supremacy of the kingdom of God over everything else. Let it be so. And then I pray that you'd give such an inspiring uh, gift of wisdom that just has application for the, 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 the things that are so different than what we've ever heard sermons on, that there would be such practical application of divine wisdom. Let that be the case. Let that be the case. Let there be not just new businesses, whole new industries that would be created out of the creative expression of God. Let there be new ways of management and raising up people that we're not afraid of people succeeding and that we really raise up kings into the earth that can mentor, disciple nations. That's what we need. So I pray all of this. I pray for the wisdom and the power to rest upon this company of believers that our impact would be for the glory of God the glory of God and truly let liberty be the result let it it be said people are free when they work for that man they're free when they work for that woman when they're part of this business that business let it be so for the honor of the name Jesus amen 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 Amen. thank you so much yeah Yeah, you're welcome you're welcome great privilege Uh, thanks guys Um, what's the um, the book occupations of Jesus obligations of the father Oh, Wiki Pratt. I don't remember the name of it. It's, okay, we can track it down. It's, it's a huge. Can you help me, Herna? Yeah, Winky Prattney. Winky Prattney. Good New Zealander. Oh yes, he is. Oh, it's just a brilliant book. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, the first one he did is a hundred occupations uh, that start with God. It's about this thick. I mean, it's massive. And he's doing another one. And he, uh, he's, unpa- oh, he's, he's just, I'm looking forward to that. Oh goodness. Yeah, he released it a couple of years ago, and it's, uh, I'll have to find my copy. I moved, so not, not everything is within reach. It's, it's, but I'd love that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's Occupations. What's the name of it? Occupations, or? We, we can track it down. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, cool. That's it. I'm loving it. Yeah. It'd be a good one. It, it will be. Yeah, it's really fascinating to hear him uh, talk about it. And uh, and another guy who's, who's really wonderful on the subject is uh, Martin Steele okay. in Auckland. Museum. There, yeah. yeah. He, I, I'll never forget. I heard him talk about. Uh, he ministered to this young lady, that was a fashion designer, and uh, and she just felt like she might be outside the will of God. And and he just he brought such words of wisdom, just listening to him talk about. God being the first fashion designer and the glory of that industry that needs to be restored. Yeah. And it was it just inspired me to 
believe in fashion designers, you know. It was it was just so cool. And it comes out of that train of thought. It comes yeah. out of that. That uh, if you and what happens is if when you get foundational concepts in place, you attract revelation. Yeah. And so when you have certain things in place, all of a sudden you attract the insight for the fashion designer or for the baseball player yeah. or for the CEO. So it's almost like it, it is when I recognize and I honor the gift of God, whether that's you or me, it's true. It's I'm, true. I'm aligning. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm now yeah. standing in the shower yeah. rather than standing out here and wondering why I'm not getting wet because yeah. I'm trying to be somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I love yeah. that. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's beautiful. Cool. Very good. All right. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. We'll do part two. Yeah, all right. Sounds good to me. Power. Power. Power of God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spiritual vocations. That sounds right. Yeah, thank you. I, I, we'll spiritual vocations. Yeah, I believe there's a hundred in the first book. That's yeah, it's it's pretty big. Pretty big book. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's one I wanted to get for a bookstore. I'll have to. Well, the, one of them for me is this whole the the boardroom to the bedroom to the battlefield. Hmm. So we got to go to Fort Polk, military base. And wow. we're just building trust. Yeah. But that's where they train the army before they're deployed. Wow. And the company does the tra- The excellence and innovation is outstanding. And many of them are, because they're so much more engaged with life and death, they're so open. So now training them, they've launched a Christian union, is what they called it, and that consists of prayer led by Bob Perry. So yeah. they're not just, he's no. not just praying, he's training and activating them to pray. I so love that. I love that. The rest is going to be history. That's beautiful. 